right, I got it. You ready? Yo, Krubies, welcome back to another episode or video if you're watching on YouTube. I am again joined by Erica from the Horror Cafe. Welcome. Hey, I'm back. <laughs> you said you're moving in. I'm on the same block. No, no, no. The same building now. Yeah. Well, you were across town. You've moved across town and we're in the same building, maybe on the same street, I think. I think so. I'm telling you, the next step is the same floor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. then neighbors. Before we jump into that, don't forget to hit that like and subscribe button so that you get all of the new and existing content from the HMC Studios. That's it. That's it, dude. There won't be neighbors. It's going to be a blast. But hey, welcome back. Thank you. Always happy to be here. I think I'm going to call this segment in the news because that's what we're going to do. We decided, you know what? There's all this great movie news going around. Why not? sit down, give our thoughts on it for like an hour or so until we run out of good talking points um, because that's kind of what people seem to want to hear about is what's going on. I'm, I'm here for it. Let's do it. Perfect. And I hope that my camera doesn't glitch out, but if it does, at least we'll have really great audio. Exactly. Backup plan. Yes, of course. Precisely. If you don't mind though, and I hate to do this because you put this beautiful list together. I was like, I threw this idea out and like 10 minutes later, you had like a 57-page <laughs> written report of everything going on. Yeah, I even asked you, too much? <laughs> I don't think it was too much. I mean, it was a lot. It was good. I shouldn't say it's a lot. I that sounds in. rude. I jumped in. I was like, all right, let me get ready for this. Dude, I thought it was absolutely fantastic. You helped me out tremendously. Thank you. Thank you. I was actually surprised at how much news there actually is out there. Dude, there's a lot of news going on, but I want to start it off with, and let's see, I, I think you're going to be okay with this, but maybe not. You might get upset. Able to stop you might get upset, but I hoping, I'm hoping you can hear my audio. If I guess if you can't, tell me, but we're going to figure it out here in a second. So, Scream 6 comes out next week. I am ecstatic for it. I know. You're not as ecstatic as I am. Not as, but I'm always excited for a big franchise movie to be coming out. Are you going to go see it? And I'm working on rewatching it all to go watch Scream 6 in the theater. So you I had are, to think about it. You are going to go see it in theaters. Yeah, I I don't know if it was you or Elm Street. I've never watched a Scream movie in the theater. My first one was Scream 4. Was my first theater experience with Scream and it was great. There you go. Because, I mean, the ones from the 90s, I was too little. And I just lost track of it from four and then five. I mean, it came out last year, so I missed out because the theaters were still not as open mm -hmm. yet. And mm -hmm. I missed out. So I really want to go watch this in the theater to experience it in the theater for myself. So you are going to rewatch all the Scream movies and then go see Scream 6. You got it. Okay, what are what are your thoughts on Scream Six thus far? Just because of all the the, in my opinion, it, they have had the best marketing for any movie I can think of in a very long time. I mean, I think the marketing on this is amazing. Even when you go onto Letterbox, I went on before coming on this episode. Even their website is all Scream Six. You know, I'm yes. excited about it being in a whole new place. I'm excited how they're going to use New York City in this movie. I do love the mask. I'm glad they changed it because it needed some kind of change that was 
not drastic, but something subtle is going on. Easy now, easy. No, it looks cool. Easy. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little, just a little like, oh, something different kind of thing, but still Hmm. original. You know, it's still the mask, kind of like Michael Myers. You know, it's still the same mask, but in these last ones, it was all like burnt and kind of different. It's over there. Yes. That one. Yep. <laughs> Good uh, pointing skills. I Well, it's backwards for me because I, I have to look at the screen and it's all backwards. But I got yeah. that mask because I wasn't going to get it. The Michael mm-hmm. Myers mask. I wasn't going to get it. And then we were in Spirit Halloween. And um, I was like, you know what? I didn't get the Rob Zombie mask when it came out. And I never got over the fact that I could not get the mask after it came mm-hmm. out and it bugged me forever. So I had to get it. So that's why Abby, Abby actually talked me into it. She's like, just get the damn thing. And so then you're going to regret it. I think so. Can't I'm definitely you find it on it. eBay. Uh, no. Yeah. Um, actually it's a, it's a, no- damn it. It's over here. It's a <laughs> knockoff of, I found it on Amazon, <laughs> but I'm going to mm. strip it down and um, paint it, I think, so that it looks more like the the actual Rob Zombie one. Cool. Yeah, I'm trying so, to find this Scream Six movie poster I want to show you, but no problem. Sorry, but either way, I'm I'm excited and rewatching. I mean, I've only watched one and two um, so far in the rewatch, and as I've mentioned to you before, and I think you mentioned it during our sick episode, I haven't watched four. I don't know what happened. I just I missed it and I jumped to five. How did that happen? I don't know. Like I totally missed it. And when I watched two, um, I really enjoyed it. And I had forgotten that I actually remembered a lot of that movie. The first one I remember the most because I watched it a lot. Yes. When I was younger and Scream 3, I don't remember anything. So that'll be a surprise kind of. And definitely for four. It's the most hated. It's the most hated Scream movie. Scream three is the most hated. So we'll see what you think. I see that. I saw. I didn't. I didn't read reviews, but I just saw like the ratings. I go, oh, okay, this is the the unfavorable one. But all of them have done well, or have been received pretty well. I like all of them. I'm biased. I'm very biased though. But Scream Three, well, Court, uh, Courtney Cox, Nev Campbell wasn't in it much because she was filming a different movie at the time. Okay. I think it was Wild Things, maybe. But she was filming mm. another movie, so her uh, availability to re- to film was very limited. So she's hardly in that movie, but she's in it a lot. But she's hardly in it if that makes sense. So it's yeah. It's weird. It's more of a Gale and Dewey movie, to be honest. And they lean heavily on the comedy, which I'm assuming is because they leaned on David Arquette so much, and he is a comedic actor. So, right. So it kind of makes sense. But this trailer, this new teaser trailer, dropped either yesterday or today for the new screen movie, and it kind of pisses me off a little bit. So I want. Let's see if I can get it to play real quick, and then we'll talk about it. Cause I think it might give too much away. Mm, I know, and okay. you know, I like my spoilers. I was about to say, but it, so, maybe too much. Be able to stop this. Ah! 
So we've nice. a, we've already seen <laughs> the majority of that trailer, right? But yeah. at the end of it, which of course I did, it's not in that video, but it actually shows. So they they had always cut it off when he's stabbing down because he gets her on the ground and he's stabbing down at her. But at the end of this trailer, mm -hmm. teaser trailer, it shows her actually grab his arms and stop the knife from cutting her. So you see that she doesn't get stabbed. Mm. So in my mind, Gail is 100% not going to die in this movie. I mean, it could happen later. I mean, that would have been the time to do it, right? I don't think that's the opening scene, though. I think everybody, there's not everybody. I think there's a lot of people that think that is the opening scene, and I don't think it is. I think there's another trailer where Jenna Ortega alludes to the fact that they're going to trap Ghostface or try to trick him. I think this is them tricking him into going after Gale, and then they're going to grab him. So I'm guessing he doesn't kill her there, and that's that's the end of it right there. She's good. I think she's going to be safe. I don't think they're going to kill Gale. And up to until that, I was like, I think Gail might eat it. Are you a anti Gail? Mm -mm. Okay. No, no, Just not wondering. at all. I like Gail. I don't think Gail gets the credit she deserves. I mean, look how many movies she's lasted through as many as Sydney has. Yeah. And she's not in it, right? She's Sydney? So I and that's the other thing. Everybody thinks that she's gonna make some guest or star appearance, and I don't think she is. I really don't think she's gonna be in this. I think she will be in the next one in Scream Seven, but I do not think she'll be in this one. Yeah, I don't think she's going to be in this either. From something else I read earlier this week, I mean, they made it seem like, yeah, she's not. Like, it's not a trick. But, I mean, you could still be surprised. But I, I really don't think so. I don't think she's going to be in it, but I'll be pleasantly surprised if she is in it. Yep, that'll be a nice little, like, hey, you're back. Have you seen, well, I sent you a snippet of it. It's relating to to this how I think this is part of the marketing kind of like with smile they did something similar that there's ghost faces like people dressed as ghost face just randomly popping up and being caught on camera you did send me a click a picture of this and I did see it and then it was like popping up on all of my uh feeds and stuff so yes I did see it I I agree it's very similar to what they did with smile where they sent people to the baseball games and uh yep all the live events and they were doing that. So yeah, I, I definitely think it's part of the marketing. If not, it's just a bunch of crazy fans, right? Right. But either way, it's great for the movie because from what I'm seeing or what I read earlier, it started in California and it went to Colorado, Arizona, and they're theorizing that the this marketing or whether it's fan made or not is going to end up in New York by next week. Oh, okay. Where did it, it start? In California? Yeah. That would make sense. And then making its way. Right. It all makes sense. Hmm. Pretty oh. smart. It's it's cool. I wonder if it's the marketing or if it is actually uh, fans that are doing it. Yeah. Like maybe a fan group and they just, hey, the fan base in California, you do this here or there. Dude, I like it. I like how these these uh, all the fans are getting involved to try to help push these movies along. Like Smile, that was viral marketing. I yep. think the marketing for Scream has already been great, but the, you know what? The more, the better. But I feel like this time around, it's like really, really well done. I think it's because it's post-COVID when Scream 5 came out, even though COVID had died down at that, but it wasn't like pandemic time pandemic, but it's not like now, right? Where it's just like kind of 
we're free. I don't know what the right word is, but the point is like, it's just, we're back to old Hollywood and we're going to market it. And if it is fan base, I think that says a lot. Like it's nice to see people excited for a movie to that extent. Like that's what makes movies fun. I agree. I think that if I, I they've they've already based on the ticket sales, the pre-sale ticket sales of Scream Six. It should be the highest grossing Scream film ever. Um, oh, just wow. just based off of pre-sale tickets. Like I already have my tickets. Not to, not to brag or anything, but you know I am the biggest Scream not fan. Not to brag. But I already <laughs> have my tickets. I'm just saying. But no, they, based on that, they they are already anticipating this will be the biggest Scream box office ever. So. Um, I think this movie is going to do very well, but like you look at all the horror movies we had last year and the success all mm-hmm. those movies had, you had the big Michael Myers finale, which of course we all know he's Halloween's never going to die. He's going to be back. Right. So he'll be back. He'll be back. But they had that, the end of that trilogy, you've got the continuation of scream. You've got the new evil dead coming out. I think we're going to see a lot of this And the, the marketing for these movies has been so good that I think they're going to continue yeah. to do well. And I'm happy for that. I can't wait to see box office numbers just on opening weekend for Scream. Um, are you going Thursday night or because I know some places premiere it Thursday? Yes. Versus Friday or yeah, yeah, we're going Thursday. We're going Thursday at like six. Are you going to see it more than once? Uh, yes. The Scream Five I saw Thursday night and then Saturday morning. I will probably see Scream 6. I'm dropping my pen thinking about it. I'll probably see Scream <laughs> 6 Thursday and then I'll probably see it again over the weekend if I had to guess. Because I like to digest it and then go back. Do you enjoy these movies with a crowd? Um, It doesn't bother me, but Scream 4, there was a big crowd. Like The theater mm-hmm. was packed. Um, yeah. Scream 5... I think there was a crowd, but I don't remember. It wasn't like a loud, obnoxious crowd. And then the second time I saw Scream 5, there was nobody hardly there. I went with Jess and Seth from the HMC podcast. And Mm -hmm. I think it was like a half full theater, but nobody was like loud or obnoxious there either. So I haven't experienced a really loud, obnoxious theater in a really long time. I think the last one that I can think of was Halloween Resurrection. (laughs) Oh, damn. Okay. Yeah, that's the last time I experienced a really loud, obnoxious theater. But I don't know. I don't. I don't mind. It doesn't bother me if they're like contributing. If it's somebody bitching and moaning and complaining, like their cell phone keeps ringing, I'll be annoyed. But if they're, if it's like, yeah. like during the Marvel movies, like people will clap and stuff after like big scenes. I always thought that was kind of weird, but it doesn't bother me. Yeah, because <clears throat> with horror movies, it depends as well. Like, it's fun if the 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 crowd is interacting like why are you going in there dude or oh my god or obviously if they scream with you like it adds so much fun but yeah if it's people saying bitch what it's like i don't know it depends but it can definitely add a lot of fun to it really does i like the random like person in the crowd that's telling them like not to do it like no yeah. no don't go in there it's like you know they're going to but it's like okay you're invested like they're into the movie which i can appreciate so it doesn't it doesn't bother me but i'm not gonna lie i really do we have i forget how big our tv is upstairs it doesn't matter but we have like a perfect viewing area for movies upstairs with the surround sound and all that and i really yeah. do prefer to watch it at home on my big tv with my surround sound all the lights off at night yeah it's just like i hear you 
I like the you know you like the subwoofer, so it like the seat like vibrates. It's like you're at the theater yeah. kind of, but it's, it's you're like not. You're in and you yeah. can pause it, yeah. so you like if you want to pause it and talk about something, then you can go right back to it, which is it doesn't bother me. But no, I think Scream Six is good. It will be it will be the highest grossing box office out of any Scream film. There's going to be a Scream Seven, and I'll be interested to see where it goes after that. But one I think may mm-hmm. not be great is one you put on the list here. So let's switch gears and hop over here. I'm going to pull up a bloody disgusting article. Let me know when you can see it. I can see it. Oh, yeah. Children yep. of the Corn. What's your thoughts on this? Why? <laughs> I mean, I on honestly, when I saw this, I literally said why. I watched the original for the first time last year, and we were actually going to do an episode on it, and then we decided not to because maybe we should have because, I mean, I didn't like it. I don't know if you did, so I'm sorry if you didn't, but... Or to anybody who likes it, but why? Why do we need it? Um, funny story. So okay. I had um, what, what? When was this? And this comes out March third. That's what. Yeah, I was trying to look. See, I did. I think there might be spoilers in this article. So if you don't want spoilers, don't read the article. It's pulled up. This person gave it a one. Yeah, it comes okay. out March third, and then on digital March twenty first. I'm not gonna lie. I'm probably gonna go s- not see it in theaters. I'll probably wait for the digital release, but I will watch it. I had my appendix removed um, like the week before Lucy was born and uh, Seth came over once I got to go home and I couldn't do anything, right? I was like bed, not bedridden, but basically bedridden. So we had like moved, this is our old house. We moved the couch into like the side room and then we put a TV and stuff in there. So I think all day on Saturday or something or Friday or Saturday, maybe both days, Seth came over and was like the house all weekend. He was like, all we did was lay around and like watch movies because I couldn't do anything, right? So... I, all I remember about Children of the Corn, I don't. I remember it's a bad movie, but um, the only thing I really remember about it was Seth screaming <laughs> at this one part. I don't even remember what part it was, but he like screams at the top of his lungs so bad that he scared me. And like I spilt water or beer, or whatever. I don't think I could drink because I was on meds. So I think yeah. I it must have been like it's probably Diet Coke or something. But I spilt that. He's got popcorn flying everywhere. And I was like annoyed. I like look yeah. over at him. I'm like, what the hell, dude? Really? Like this movie's terrible. That's like still like a running joke because when Seth gets scared, he screams like curse words really loud. Yeah. And I think it was the B word or maybe it was son of a son of a B. That's what he yelled like really loud. And like, of course, there's popcorn flying, etc. But it was like, that's, that's the only thing I remember about Children of the Corn. However, uh, obviously, I am a huge Stephen King fan. All this is Stephen King. I've got Pennywise. Pennywise is over here. Um, Me too. I have a Shining shirt on. I hate that movie, but that's okay. I know. <laughs> I know. It's my favorite, but it's, it's a okay. Great book. It's a terrible movie, but it's it a, great a great book. It is a great book. It's a great book. I don't but... I'm not upset by this. I was one of the few that enjoyed oh, okay. the Pet Cemetery remake more than the original Pet Cemetery. Um, I I'd have to watch it again. I really don't remember. I and that tells me everything sometimes too. I watched Pet Cemetery remake at the theater. It was very good at the theater. It was a good theater experience, but it was okay. I did like the original. The book. That's another one where the book is so fantastic. And my thing with this, I like. Are we oversaturated with Stephen King material? I mean. It's fine with me because I enjoy his stuff, but 
is it too much? Because I feel like it also fails a lot of the time. It does. It it a yeah. lot of the time it doesn't translate to theater or to the um series the like ca- like Castle Rock. I thought Castle Rock was great, but I agree with you. A lot of Me his too. stuff doesn't translate, and he's notoriously bad with endings. Um, yeah, which I think doesn't help the translation to uh film but i like i like i think i like more of his movies than i dislike but i'm also probably clouding that with how much i love the it movies because i i think those movies the first the first one is a perfect movie in my opinion agree the second one has its issues but i don't know i personally don't think we're oversaturated with it i know there's a lot of people that are complaining about you know doesn't aren't there any original ideas out there anymore do we have to keep puking up these old movies or these old Stephen King works but I read something the other day it might have been today it was on Facebook it was posted and it was like in it had like time era so it was like the 80s the 90s the 2000s and the 2010s and it had the numbers of um sequels remakes and original works and it was almost mm-hmm. spot on for every one of those decades. So they're not, I know it may feel that like they are, but they're really not remaking stuff now more than they ever were. And there's as much, if not more original work works that have come out. Like, like you look at barbarian, you look at, um, X smile, smile pearl. Um, so there's, there, if you look they're for there. them, they're there. But the ones that get the big studio releases and the, and the big marketing budgets are generally the ones they're going to make the most money on, which are probably your Stephen Kings, your Halloweens, your Screams, etc. So long-winded ass answer. I'm not even letting you talk. I'm sorry. I do not feel oversaturated by Stephen King. I love his books. I don't really like... He and I don't agree on a lot of things uh, in our personal worlds, but I think his works of art are fantastic and i think that his movies are enjoyable uh for the most part agree i I mean i'm fine with it i'm just wondering because i've heard it or read it that oh another stephen king another i mean for me it's fine and whether it's a remake or it's just making another movie of one of his books it's it is original because he thought of it it's just if you i know it's coming from a book that but he still created it like it is original right um so i'm i'm still fine with it i just always get sad when it doesn't do well i mean i'm sure he doesn't care he's still getting bunch ass profit from it that's fine but i just you know castle rock i'm glad you brought that up i actually watched that show i don't know that many people that watched it and i liked it as well um and the it movies to me are like his Especially the first one is the pinnacle of like his movies for sure. His movies, um, but but for this movie in particular, I'm not excited. I'll watch that at home when it's free. Okay, at some point, or I'll wait for you. You let me know. <laughs> <laughs> That's you scary. can be the guinea pig in this one. <laughs> I will. I'll be the guinea pig. I gotta do. I'm sure yeah. I've got to do a video on it anyway. So I'll I'll be yeah. the guinea pig. But I also think that a lot of the King movies and works people didn't like were earlier, like like 80s, like 80s, 90s, and a lot of his stuff, a lot of his books, a lot of his short stories have a lot of sci-fi elements to them which yeah, require either really good practical effects or really good CGI, which honestly we they didn't have then. So a lot of yeah. them didn't translate well, 
versus what we can do. Like you look at, and there's nothing against the old It movies from the 90s, but you compare those to what uh, Andy, I think Andy Musietti, I think he's the one that did those, him and his sister. Uh, But like you compare the the Tim Curry versus the uh, Skarsgård one, and it's like there's no comparing the two. Just like what they were able to do with CGI and practical effects in the newer ones is leaps and bounds um, above what they were able to even think of doing with the original. So, a hundred percent, and and that's true. You bring up a good point that you can't even compare it because because of those practical effects. And he has creatures, and like you're saying, sci-fi that they're. And that's why they're remaking it because right. now you can really make them look well. And the other thing to remember with Stephen King is a lot of the story in his stories takes place in characters' heads. It's either being told by the character or it's something the character is thinking while other things are going on in the story, um, which also is hard to translate well to film, in my opinion. Um, Agree. What I would really like to see, and it's probably going to piss a lot of people off, is I thought that um, what Mike Flanagan did with the sequel to The Shining, Dr. Sleep. Yep. The scenes at the uh, Overlook that he filmed, I thought were fantastic. I would love to see Mike Flanagan redo The Shining with Stephen King's input to to get because you know he hated um, yeah. the original. Mm-hmm. And I would like to see Flanagan do it with Stephen King's input and have an actual Stephen King version. I know that they he redid it and it was terrible, but like I think Mike Flanagan is at the top of of horror directors right now next to Rob Zombie of course but that's neither here nor there but i think Flanagan could take that movie and modernize it and make it really fun so now now i can go on my rant about this because yeah. as i said so i i the shining for me is my favorite it's one of my first horror movies as well so it's very nostalgia i fell in love with it for the for its own Entity. I don't even compare it to the book because they're so different, right? Love it. I watched the miniseries. It is awful. It is more true to the book, but it's awful. And I have, I've always been against The Shining being remade. However, I did say I would totally be on board with Mike Flanagan doing it because of how he did Dr. Sleep and remade those Overlook scenes. I was like, it's okay. You can do this, and I would be okay with it. Me only. Only I can approve this. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> Just kidding. But um, but I would be so excited. I saw him on Instagram during the holidays. He was actually at the Real Overlook or the Stanley Hotel. So I was like, hmm. This was he Flanagan? Didn't say anything. Yeah. I saw he posted it on Instagram during I think it was December ish, maybe early January. I don't remember. And he was posting that he was there, you know, going on the tour, you know, and and I think he stayed there for a few nights. And I'm like, this is suspicious in a good way or maybe not. I'm reading into it. I don't care. I'm only hoping. (laughs) I I, like I said, I would be 100 percent into seeing him do either. But the problem with I shouldn't it's not a problem. Flanagan is on, in my opinion, he is on a downward trajectory because Hill House was so good. Bly yeah. Manor was was uh, Hill House was great. Yeah, Bly Manor was good. Right. 
this uh the, the other one he did where they're on the island i don't even remember the name of it now um, oh uh midnight mass midnight mass was okay he did a fantastic job of writing characters and directing the acting in that show that's that the dialogue in that show is great the problem is it's freaking boring <laughs> which one midnight mass yes i liked it i liked it but i can see it's very slow. It's slow. AKA boring. The, yeah. But the character <laughs> development is great and the story is yeah. perfect, but it's slow. And the problem is everybody compares everything to Hill House and how great Hill House was. And of then course. he just did the Midnight Club, which I thought was good. I think it's more for like a teen audience, if I'm being honest. Um, it, I didn't really connect with it, but I did like the premise. I liked the story. I liked a lot of the, um, the way it was shot. I thought it was really well done. But again, I just didn't connect with it like I did Hill House. So I'm my fear is that wrapping this whole thing back around, my fear is that if they do it, they're going to try to do it as a series and not just a movie. I think it has to be mm-hmm. like a two-hour movie. Yeah, I agree. I And the, what gives me hope is that, well, did you like Dr. Sleep? Um, here's, I, I do not like Ewan McGregor at uh, all. Like okay. there's so there's, you'll learn this if you listen to the podcast or just in our, you know, becoming friends and, and talking about yeah. movies all the time is there's, there's certain actors I cannot stand. One of which I get it. is Matt Damon. If Matt Damon's in a movie, I'm probably not going to watch it. I just, okay. I, I don't know what it is. I don't like Matt Damon. I don't like, um, Tom Hanks. If Tom Hanks is in a movie, I'm probably not going to watch it. I can't, I don't. Forrest Gump, okay. I it ruined me. I can't even look at Tom Hanks without thinking about Forrest Gump. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Okay, Ewan McGregor is another one. If he's in a movie, I'm probably not going to watch it. Um, and I don't even know why. I don't know other than Doctor Sleep, which I had to watch for an episode that I did a guest spot on. Um, okay, I don't even know why I don't like him. It's just like I see him and I'm like, I don't like this guy. I get it. I I, I think everybody has actors and actresses musicians that you just don't like because you don't like them there's yeah. no real yeah. explanation it's his face it's that. his face it's what it is and most of the time it's <laughs> that or maybe like their the way they act or just their attitude i don't know who uh, knows i don't know I, what it I is understand. i understand who's so, who are your actors that you don't like well let's see i don't know why <laughs> same thing i i don't like michael b jordan okay. and everybody loves him that's and a I, hot take right now, dude. I know. I'm going to get so much hate. I'm sorry. Um, and I'm going to get hate for this next one and probably from you. But I do not like Seth Rogen. I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, he just <sighs> bothers me. I'm sorry. I used to hate Seth Rogen. If I'm being 100% honest, oh. I never liked Seth Rogen until the movie Neighbors. Did I watch that? No, I'm, I'm confusing that with uh, Step Brothers. For some reason, never mind. No, uh, neighbors got Zach Efron, Seth Rogen, and Rose Byrne from Insidious. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's so good. But after that, I started to like him, and now I can kind of tolerate him. Um, okay. One person I really liked, and now I'm not a huge like I'm indifferent is Jonah Hill. Like when Jonah Hill first came on the scene, I loved Jonah Hill, and then it was like I don't know if it's because he's in the news all the time and he comes off as kind of a prick, but. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jonah Hill, if you're watching this. I'm sure you're a great guy. Your last movie was funny. I recommended it to quite a few people. I think it was called The uh, You People on you Netflix. People. Um, 
Yeah, I don't know what it is. Like I, I just see him, and I'm like, I don't know that I like you, Jonah Hill. And I used to have that with Ryan Gosling. Didn't like him. Couldn't stand looking at this man. Now forget it. I'm like, please be in the same room as me. <laughs> <laughs> like, but now, now I'm sorry. <laughs> but now okay. I really like. Now I really like his movies, and it's it's a different. I don't know. Some it has to be that right movie, maybe, and that could be what's missing with those other actors as well. I'm sure there's somebody else that I'm missing, but those are the two that come to my mind where I'm like, I don't, I can't do it. Ryan Gosling. Oh, that's a hot take. You had two hot, Michael B. Jordan and Ryan yeah. Gosling. No, wow. no, no. I love Ryan Gosling now. Uh-huh. I used to not like him. And it was a hot take, especially talking to other women. Like, how could you not like him? I'm like, yeah. I don't know. He's just. Don't you want him not... to build you a house and kiss you in the rain? I do now. <laughs> It's not then, huh? You're like... <laughs> not then. I mean... No, and it's funny because I really liked that movie back then, but uh, he didn't do anything. I was like, who is this guy? Who cares? <laughs> Here's another <laughs> hot take, dude. I'm sorry. That's... that's. Pro- I mean, I know people think that... L- people like that movie a lot. It's a, a great movie because a lot of people like it. But can we just agree that he looks like he stinks in that whole movie? In The Notebook? Yeah, he just looks like he stinks. Yeah. Like he looks like you would see him and yeah. you would not want to be around. He looks like 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 Matthew McConaughey looks like he stinks all the time. In yes. my opinion, that is yes. how Ryan Gosling looks in that movie. I'm like, this dude needs a shower, bro. He does. I'd probably be like, please shower first, and then we can carry on. I think there's a lot of women that would not. They'd be like, yes, I want that dirty man. No, no, no. Please shower. Like they want him to stink. Like they stink. want they want to smell all of it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm good. I'll pass on that. <laughs> Be like, sir, yes, you are great, but let's shower first. Oh, it's terrible, dude. All and right. then he's like, peace out. Okay. Yeah, he's like, no, totally digressed. Out. I'm sorry. No, that's fine. That's what's gonna happen on these things. But let's so, so speaking of movies <laughs> yeah. at the box office, you put Cocaine Bear on here. Did you see Cocaine Bear? I did not. Did you? I did not. Jessica from HMC Podcast did, and she enjoyed it a lot. So. It seems like a, what I like to call a fun popcorn horror. Is it horror? Thriller? I think so. It's, it's, it a, it's a monster. Uh, yeah. Com- feature, uh, feature kind of thing. Yeah. I guess. It made $23 million in its opening weekend. That is a lot of money. I honestly, so when I heard about this movie, I'm like, okay. I know this is based on a true event, right? But this isn't going to do anything. Uh yeah. Yeah, I would Clearly say you were you were wrong on that. Super. I really didn't think this was going to go anywhere, and now I really want to see it because it's probably like that. It's fun. It's probably going to make me scream a bunch of times and jump. Here we go. Here's this guy. He looks familiar. So I got the trailer going for people watching on YouTube. Yeah, I I don't know. It oh, got God. a lot of hype. Like Elizabeth Banks is directing it. She didn't write it, yes. I guess, which I thought was weird. So do you see that scene there with the CGI bear? A lot of the complaints yeah. I'm seeing about the movie are just the CGI. Everything else seems mm. to be okay. Was this a low budget movie by any means? It doesn't it doesn't look like it. I think it's just hard mm-hmm. to CGI animals. Like they ran into a, that a ton in Game of Thrones, which is why they tried to not show the direwolves very much. Yeah, that's true. But oh, I, yeah. you can kind of see it. I don't know how you take this movie serious. I know it's like based on a true story, which is it's like loosely based on a true story, which I yeah. uh, it read up on that. Like n- a lot of this stuff didn't happen, but 
I did. I don't know. I don't know how you take this movie too seriously. I feel like it's one again. You just throw on and laugh at, and I think people are For trying sure. to be way too critical of it. Oh no, this would be definitely fun. And is this now opening the door for these kind of movies? Which I also found an article about that. That because of the success of this, now there's <laughs> there's there's an inspiration for a meth gator. <laughs> I, I think it got greenlit, dude, by the Sharknado studio. So the studios that did the move, the Sharknado movies, greenlit. Yeah, that's what it says. Meth gator. Oh, I can't, you know, I'm going to go. I have to go. I mean, there's gators down my block probably in the canal. Dude, we have, all you got to do in the town I live in, all you got to do is stroll down this one certain road after a certain time and you'll see a whole bunch of meth gators, dude. Like (laughs) a bunch of them. They're women, but they look like you should see them. Dude, I drove by one time uh, dropping one of the girls off at a camp for the day and I, there was construction everywhere and I just, I made a bad choice, Eric. I was like, you know what? I don't want to drive 30 minutes out of the way. I'm just going to, I'm going to go for it on the way back. Not when I had the girls, but oh, the way okay. I'm like, you know, what, the, what's the worst thing that's going to happen to me? Right? Like, look at me. Right. I'm driving through Meth Gator <laughs> Island and like, there's just like women out and like, like, like doing man, like you would think they were a part of uh like evil dead or something like the way those people move on the evil dead this man's abs looking very nice in the picture oh wow okay yeah yeah. yeah. (laughs) that's ryan gosling but i was in meth gator alley dude here in 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 ohio and i was like oh god oh god yeah dude that shit happens here it's it's, it's everywhere but yeah i've seen a few meth gators so i would pay admission to go to a controlled environment and meth gator some meth gators rip it kill it yeah literally so I'm kind of excited about that just for fun because I have this, well, it's not a secret, but I have this, I love shark movies, like, and the <laughs> worse they are, not the better, but the more I'm like, really? Like, I'll sit there and watch, and it has, you know, it's for mindless entertainment, but I find them so amusing, like, just to see the bad CGI, the bad acting in a lot of them, and just to see how they're going to kill people. Sounds weird, but... It's not. It look look how well the Sharknado movies did, and that's basically all it was. For instance, I also heard about this um, Meth Gator movie being greenlit by the Sharknado studio. So I, mm-hmm. I've i never seen it. I don't like shark movies, if I'm being perfectly honest with you. I don't find any. I live so far away from the any interaction I would ever have with a shark, even though I'm going to be in Florida like four times this year. Um so I very well could run into a shark, I guess, or a gator. Gators freak me out way more than sharks. But anyway, I've never seen a Sharknado movie. I've seen the Jaws movies. I've seen Deep Blue Sea. I saw the Meg because Jason Statham was in them. And if anybody listened to the last HMC podcast, I love jacked up dudes doing cool shit. Okay? So naturally, I watched the Meg. It was okay. But it's okay, yeah. Sharknado. So anyway, I'm working down here. It was, it was a report day, right? So I got like the TV going, and I just throw mindless stuff on. I turned Sharknado on, and I lasted all of 12 minutes before I was like, yeah, I can't do this. Even just to have it on in the background, I couldn't do it. I've never watched it either, and I'm a shark movie person. Same thing. I turned that one on, couldn't get past like 10 minutes of that movie. I was like, eh, all right, I'm... I'll pass. Bad. Bad CGI, bad story, bad acting. 
I hear they get better as they go on, which makes sense because they probably had more money to work more with. More money. So yeah. maybe I – and I can't imagine the storyline carries on fluently through those movies. I, I cannot imagine that Sharknado is getting a lot of credit for its storylines and writing. I would imagine it's a lot of goofy comedy in there. So I would think we could probably jump in at like three and be okay, but – I think so. I think I did myself dirty by starting with the first one. That may be some good advice. We can just start at three or ten, whatever it's at. At how this many point. are there? Let's look it up. How many? Sh- how- Let's look it up. All right. If you had to guess, loser has to buy the other one a beer or a tea because you know I don't drink right now. Okay. I do love tea, so um, I'm gonna say there are six. Did you look it up? No. There's six Sharknado movies. I owe you a tea or a beer, whichever you prefer. Tea is fine. Here you go. But people ask. Do you want to know what people ask? The number one thing people ask when Googling how many Sharknado movies are there, is Sharknado a good movie? Oh, my God. What's the answer? Sharknado is a six-part science fiction comedy disaster film franchise produced by sci-fi. While the original Sharknado film was far from a success, it quickly became a well-loved cult classic spawning sequels. Yeah, that tells you it's not good. That tells me I need to start with the later movies. That's what that tells me. That too. And it's amazing then if it didn't have... What did it say? It wasn't successful, but it became a cult classic anyway? The first one was not successful, but quickly became a loved cult classic spawning sequel. So So the sequels is what made it popular? I guess so. I I think it was so goofy that people wanted to like it. But I don't remember when the first one came out, and it was released on the Sci-Fi channel. So I'm wondering if it just got a lot of airtime, so it... You know, it's kind of like um, like the Evil Dead. The Evil Dead was released, and then it was like on uh, like TBS and TNT, like all these like uh, television yeah. at the time, which we yeah. don't really deal with anymore. Right? Well, I don't personally, but I don't either. <laughs> so I'm wondering if it was like it just hit right at the right time. We did a movie called Ghost Shark. You can go back and listen to it. Seth and I did it for uh, Kruby's request back when we let uh, Ooh, people pick okay. what movies we were doing once a month. And, um, yeah, that got picked. So we got hit with Hellraiser, which all three of us could not stand. We hated it. We had to do Ghost Shark. We had to do um, Fear.com. We had to do um, The Platform. Dude, every one of these movies people pick sucked. That's rough. That's a rough run. (laughs) It was bad, dude. Fear.com? Bad. Oh, man, that was bad back then. I can't imagine now. Like George Thorogood, bad dude. Like bad. Bad to the bone. Bad dude. But anyway, okay, so run it spinning around yeah. full circle here again. <laughs> Cocaine Bear, which I think I get yep. uh, I'm we get dinged on on uh YouTube for saying the word. So a lot of people in if you watch in the reviews they call it Coke Bear because you can't say you're not oh. supposed to say the word, which I've already done it twice, it doesn't matter. I think I did too. I don't think I'm going to see it in theaters. I feel like I should just because I feel like Elizabeth, I like Elizabeth Banks. So I like want to support her as a director. And, but then I'm like, am I just going because I want to support Elizabeth Banks as a director or do I really want to see it? Yeah. I don't I mean, know. I'll, I'll watch it at home. I, I wouldn't mind renting it. So at least we're not at the free level. Sorry. At a free level. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm not going to go to the theater 
to watch it personally. Mm. But I can see if you go with the right, maybe a group of friends or definitely a crowd, I think it would be fun because I'm sure there's a lot of laughs and a lot of, oh, oh, damn, kills. Yeah. Probably. I think you're right. I think you may have talked me into going to see it. So maybe it would be fun with the right people. Okay. Maybe you've talked me into it. I haven't decided yet. Okay. I think I might go see it. Okay. Let me know. Did Sick come out last year or this year? Did we already debate that on the episode? Sick came out this year. But when you look it up, it says 2022. I think it was released at a film festival in 2022. And then it was released yeah. on streaming on Peacock yeah. uh, in this this year. So I was yes. just thinking about our previous conversation. But you've got Sick, which was an awesome movie. You've got Infinity mm-hmm. Pool that came out, which for all, I haven't seen it, but I've heard it's great. You've got Knock at the Cabin okay. already, which is an M. Night Shyamalan movie based off of a book. Mm-hmm. So I'm still going to call it an original work, which I, did, I watched it. It was okay. I, I enjoyed it. Um, and okay. I don't even like M. Night Shyamalan, just for the record. And you got this, this, I almost said cabin in the woods. You've got Coke, Coke bear that came out. Like, okay. So for everybody out there bitching that they're making another scream movie and all that's getting all this marketing, I just named five or six movies that have been, we're in the first week of March that have already been released this year. Like, yeah, all original yeah, and all forms of horror because I think infinity pool, I heard it was good, but it was very out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Like I, everybody, what and what I read, it's psychedelic is what people keep saying. So you have that, you have Sick, which was a fresh slasher, Coke Bear, which is a fun, you know, movie, and Knock at the Cabin. I still haven't seen it. I'm like super behind. That's okay. There's worse things to be. I ended up just buying it and watching it at home because I was like, by the time we get a babysitter, we go to the movies, we buy all the popcorn and stuff, mm-hmm. like. 25 bucks sounded cheap and then I own it. Right. So like if Seth wants to watch it, cause he's, you know, an old curmudgeon, he can get on and watch it for free on my account. And if Jess wants to watch it again, she can get on and watch it. It was like for 25 yeah. bucks, I might as well just stay home and watch it. And like Jess and I talked about on the episode that was released today, she and I did a crew review on it. And I don't think there was anything I would be missing by not seeing it in theaters. But it, I mean, yeah. it's a, it's a good movie. I suggest watching it, but it's not one you have to run out to the theaters and see. I can see that. I can see that. Scream? Yes. This well, one? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like maybe Coke Bear might be worth a trip to the theater. I'm not going to lie. It might be because of it's It's probably loud. The bear is probably super loud, but then quiet. So it's sneaking up on you. Jump scares. I think I talked ourselves out of it that it could be a fun theater experience. Hmm. I don't know. With popcorn. There you go. With the popcorn. I'm going just for the popcorn. But (laughs) all right, let's switch gears again. This is one I had noted. So I have seen so many complaints about this Ant-Man and the Wasp movie. Have you? Did you see that? Did not see that. Okay. I didn't see it either. I generally don't go see these Marvel movies, if I'm being honest, unless it's Mm -hmm. like an Iron Man or a Captain America movie. Not a huge Thor movie. I like. I like those movies. I think they're funny. The Guardians movies. I'll wait for them to come out on Disney Plus. I'm sorry. That's just where I'm at. It's not like a DC movie where I go see all those in theaters. As you can tell from all these Batman comics, yep. I'm a Batman fanboy. If there's a Batman movie out, I'm gonna go see it. But DC or uh, Marvel 
Eh. The only one for Marvel that I ran out and saw in theaters was Iron Man and the Wolverine movies. Other than that, I'll wait for it to come out. So, but there's always people complaining about Ant Man and the Wasp, and they, you know, have we lost? Have we lost um, our attention span for these superhero movies? Have they ran their course, etc.? What's your feeling on that? So, I do like Marvel movies a lot. I but I pick and choose what I go and watch at the theater as well. Um, for sure, Ant Man is not one because he's also not a character I truly enjoy. I do. I mean, I liked the movies when I eventually saw it. I go, oh, it's not that bad. But he's not somebody I care for. Maybe that's what it is. I, I, this I definitely think there's too much. Too much. There's shows, movies, and it's 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 too much of it going on that maybe you are losing quality along the way. Um, I personally think after Endgame, I feel like it's lost what Marvel was in that. What what is that? Phase one. Was it phase one? I think they're, if they're, they're going into like phase five or something at this point. Okay. Well, that's, (laughs) I don't know. It's too confusing for me anyway. Um, I did enjoy Spider-Man. Yeah. Spider-Man that came out last year. I did enjoy it, but like the, Doctor Strange, I didn't like it, and I went to the theater. So now I'm, like, really picking and choosing what I'm devoting myself to the theater. Guardians is my favorite, so I will. But otherwise, like, there's other stuff coming out this year again, and I'm like, I'm not going to the theater for this. Like, yeah, I'm done. I'll only go for characters I care about, which at this point is Spider-Man and Guardians, because obviously we know what happens to other characters. I won't say it just in case people still don't know. Yes, um and that's how i feel i definitely think it's 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 saturated it's too much it's and it's confusing and i'm just like not invested in it like yeah. i was before so for there's sure. four there's four phases i believe they're starting the fifth phase now oh, and they've geez. already they already have it planned out through like seven i think so Oh God! My here's why I think people are saying this. I think some of the CGI was iffy in Ant Man and the Wasp, which is a heavy CGI movie. You're talking about Paul Rudd, you know, changing from a mm-hmm. human being to a giant down to a little ant sized creature. Like it, it makes sense. There's a ton of CGI, as well yeah. as what's going on with that. They're introducing that Kang character, who's supposed to be the new big bad in place of Thanos. Um, right. Which I think a lot of people are having a hard time buying, but. I'm indifferent, to be honest. I think the problem with these Marvel movies, in my opinion, is that they are so intertwined with one another that if you like don't go see Ant-Man and the Wasp and you just miss something that may come up three movies later, and then yep. you're sitting there going, what in the frick is this? Like, I don't even know who that character is. I don't know how this whole storyline plays in. And I think it's becoming too cumbersome to watch those movies because I'm so far behind now at this point that I... Don't I'm and again, I'm trying to give too much. I I feel like if you haven't seen Endgame, that's on you. <laughs> but like, like yeah, <laughs> they took out the characters that I gave a shit about. Right, like there's no more Iron For Man, you, there's yeah. no more Cap, right. there's no more Black Widow, there's no more Gamora. Mm-hmm. Maybe I don't I don't see how they bring her back. Um, right, that one's iffy. There's right. no more Loki. Loki was always my right. favorite, to be honest. In that whole thing, loved him. But love him. Who's yeah. your favorite Marvel character? Ooh, that I knew that was coming. <laughs> I don't know. I I really have a hard time with that question. Cause when I say one, I'm like, but but 
like I, my knee-jerk reaction is always Spider-Man because I've always loved him even as a kid growing up. I've always loved Batman and Spider-Man. Like of DC and Marvel, those have been my two. Mm-hmm. But as the movies have progressed, like I love Loki because I like bad or villains and what do you anti-heroes or people make you go make you really think like what's their motive behind what they're doing? Are they good? Are they bad? Um I I used to actually hold on. I used to actually hate Cap, but then I ended up loving him once I really saw it all in order. I did one of those runs where I watched everything in order. Oof. Um what? How long did that take? How long did that take to do? It took a lot because it wasn't every day. It was like once a week. So it took forever. And then at, at some point, I'm like, I really don't want to watch this. because I've already seen it. Right. It's just going in order to watch the what is the Infinity Stone. Um, so it's hard. I, I'm still going to stick with Spider-Man because that's the knee jerk reaction. But I love so many other I love Rocket from guardians i know he's not like a main character but he's angry and yeah. i just love that i love angry people so is this your favorite version of spider-man or did you prefer one uh toby mcguire or andrew garfield more i actually prefer andrew garfield the most yeah i liked him you? as spider-man i'm i actually yeah. do not like spider-man at all i think he is the weakest of the superheroes in my opinion i'm Here's the thing. I have a Punisher hat on, right? Like, I love Frank Castle. I love yeah. Wolverine. Like, you put... Mm-hmm. I love Batman from DC, but you put, like, Frank Castle, you put Wolverine, and then you got little goofy Spider-Man over here. I'm yeah. like, these guys are going to annihilate this kid. So, I was never yeah. into Spider-Man. I liked, like... Because I was always, like, a nerdy kid, believe it or not. I know, hard to believe. Uh, <laughs> I sit in my basement and talk about horror movies with my friends on the internet. So, yeah, it's hard to believe that I was a nerd. <laughs> but... And I was always like a scrawny, like nerdy kid. So like I, I wasn't attracted to that superhero. I wanted like the 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 jacked up dudes doing cool shit. So I liked the guy with the jacked up Wolverine with the adamantium claws, angry ass Punisher Frank Castle who's just out to get revenge on everybody and doesn't care what he has to do to do it. Same with yeah. Batman. He's a very uh, depressed, mm-hmm. like angry character. I didn't like Superman. I didn't like... Spider-Man. They're like the good boy. They're like the good guys, right? Which kind of is weird now that I'm saying that because I did like Cap a lot and he's kind of fits that mold as well. So, But he's really strong. That's true. Jacked up dude doing cool shit, right? Yeah. So, yeah, my favorite Marvel character is Wolverine followed by the Punisher uh, then Iron Man probably. If I had to put them in order. But I wasn't really an Iron Man fan until Robert Downey Jr., start playing that character. So I don't know if I'm an Iron Man fan or an RDJ fan, right? Yeah, we can say both. I mean, he brought that character to life. Yeah. Because I had heard of Iron Man before from comic books, um, and he never looked cool or enticing at all. And he just ran with it, not just the costume, but the whole personality. Um, It's funny that you bring up um, Spider-Man because you don't like him or relate because you were the scrawny nerd, right? And that's why I do like him, which is the opposite, because I was the scrawny nerd too. And in my head, I'm like, oh, the scrawny nerd. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, granted, got bitten by a spider, but now he can like do all this cool shit and he does photography, which I which I do, which is fun. So I have that. 
So I saw it more like an underdog right. kind of thing. So it's just funny how it's different in in that aspect. It's just funny. That's true. You say that <laughs> and cool. it sounds honestly like I should really like Spider-Man, but I don't. <laughs> I don't know why. Now I'm sitting here questioning why I don't Putting like an argument for you. Like Spider-Man, but, if- but I don't. I don't like him at all. I hated him. I hated the Toady Mc- to- the Toady. The Toady. <laughs> the old Toady Maguire didn't like Toadie. that. Thought it was terrible. Andrew Garfield, I did enjoy, um, mm-hmm. but in that movie's defense, it did have um, what's her face in it. Gwen Stacy. Yeah, the gal that plays her. Um, oh, um, oh my God, She's- Emma Stone. Emma Stone. Yeah, I love Emma Stone, so I was kind of biased a little bit. Uh, and I didn't even cool. watch any of these new uh, Spider-Man movies until probably. I was sick. I think I watched them when I had COVID. Uh, so I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. Oh, okay. I have nothing else to do but watch movies and Stranger Things. And Stranger Things pissed me off. We're very good. So I took a break and I think I watched the Spider-Man movies. But yeah, not a huge Spider-Man fan. But yeah, obviously on the DC side, Batman 100%. I think he's everybody's yeah. favorite DC character. I feel like it. Like nobody really talks about Aquaman or whoever. I can't, I mean, Superman, I think is the next one that people like, but it's like, I mean, think about it. Batman has, he's rich. He has this amazing costume. He really does. He does. He has the Batmobile. And then he just has this dread about him that isn't annoying. It's just like, you really feel for him as a character and you understand like the drive. At least I feel like I feel for him and- I just love him. So I get it. <laughs> He's just cool all, all around. And he has Alfred. That's true. He does have Alfred, which we see. This, that kind of annoyed me in this latest The Batman movie because I am so used to Alfred being like a father figure to Bruce. And in this one, they yep. were kind of at odds. So it kind of bo- a lot of that movie bothered me, if I'm being honest. I left the theater hating it, and I had a few conversations with different people. And I kind of came around on it. It really reminded me. The one thing I liked about that movie was the seven vibes that it had. It reminded me a lot of the movie mm. seven with Brad Pitt, Morgan yes. Freeman and, um, the, you know, uh, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Yeah. The, the pedo mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey. Um, yeah. but <laughs> I don't know. I shouldn't say things like that. I don't know what he did. All I know is when he was accused stuff and I still watch Louis CK special. So who am I to judge Kevin Spacey? But anyway, yeah. um, yeah, it gave me massive like seven vibes, which I did That's like. True. And then I did come eventually come around on it because I went into that movie want expecting the Bruce Waynes that we've already seen in the past, which are the older, more matured, already established Batman characters in yep. Bruce Wayne. And then we we're really seeing the like the teen not he's not a teen, but for lack of a better term, like the teenage Bruce Wayne is what we saw here, where he's like becoming what he ends up He's becoming where he's already at in these other movies. Right. I actually liked him doing the diary and I think it had been his, what, second year or something. Like, very novice Batman and I liked it. I It added vulnerability that he already has it and that just added to it. Like, a little bit of insecurity about his role and finding his place in Gotham City. Yeah, and they had me right out of the gate with the Nirvana when they started doing Nirvana. Love over, it. I was like, oh, man, I'm going to love this. And then I, yeah. the other thing, here we go. I didn't even mean to talk about the Batman, but we're doing it. We're going down that we're rabbit We're doing hole. it. Is, 
next it'll be about Barbarian. But no, the thing that bugged me is it was Always. way it was way too long, and they never should have introduced the Catwoman story. Like they should have cut that yeah. out of it, made it in the next movie, or cut out the penguin story because I, I i would have preferred to see the penguin storyline along with the valcone storyline and then i understand they weaved the catwoman storyline into that but there was just too much bruce and uh selena for me mm-hmm. and i think it took away from the rest of the movie because every time it was it's like this 1923 series i'm watching right now and i care about two characters out of the 12 that are on it and every time <clears> it cuts <throat> away from those two characters i'm like what are we doing here guys right <laughs> So that's what like I felt Walking like. Walking Dead would do that. Yes, that's how I felt with the Batman. I was like, "Oh, we're doing this again." Uh, I was. It was definitely long. It, I I would agree that it's on that. It's a little bit too long. Um, I've only seen it twice because of that reason. Otherwise, I probably would have seen it more. It was. Did you watch it in the theater? You did, right? I did. I went opening night and saw yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, that was definitely a really great theater experience. But like I didn't drink anything, I didn't eat anything, and I went at a 10 a.m. showing on purpose oh, to stay awake. Okay. Why? Well, if you but, have to go to the theater early just to stay awake, that's not a good sign. Yeah, I know. It's it's a perfect sleepy environment if it's the right movie. Well, that movie Old. was the perfect sleepy environment because it was like dreary and it was raining the right. whole time. Yeah, dude, that would have I could see that. I went yeah, opening night, so it was late, and Seth was. I think Seth went with me. I think he was bitching the whole time. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think he, it's late. Oh my god, how much longer is this movie? I'm out of popcorn. My seat doesn't work. I'm like, dude, go sit. So, he didn't go. It wasn't him. It was my other friend. He didn't go. He was supposed to go and then bailed on mm-hmm. us last minute because he found out how long the movie was. He did not go. It was my other friend that was watching. Oh, okay. But, okay. He's like, fuck this, three hours. Well, ironically, <laughs> the same friend I went with to see The Northman, which is almost just as long, and we were fine. So I don't know. I guess different strokes are different. I, I, I enjoyed The Northman. I don't know why I brought even brought that movie up. but I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it for that reason because of the length. I have to should. find the right it's, moment. It's, Edgar Eggers does so good with that movie. The way they talk, the way that the mannerisms, Heard. all of it is is perfect. It's a very um Do you like him normally his movies? Yeah. Okay, then you'll like it. But if you like okay. didn't like The Witch, uh yeah. I have not seen The Lighthouse. I've heard it's in the same mm. vein, but yeah, if you're yeah. not into his movies, I would I would th- you're probably not going to be into it. But if you do like him, you're probably going to love it. Cool. Plus the cast. So that's true. We're in an hour. I, there's like 50 other things we could talk about. Let's do yep. one more. Let's do one more. And I will let the guest of honor pick the topic of conversation for the last topic. Cause I'm a gentleman. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see. What am I looking at? Well, the walking dead. Let's talk <laughs> about the walking dead. Why? You didn't do that for me. Did you? I did. Oh, you're too you're too kind. Look, I hang on. Let me. It's over there. Yes, there it is. There's Negan. Ding, ding, ding. Yes, All right, The Walking Dead. Let's do it. What do you got? So I'm sure you know, but just in case, they are now doing spinoffs, and Dead City is premiering on AMC June of 2023. Yes. And this is the one following Negan and Maggie. Yes. In New York City. 
Everything so, leads to New York City. Scream. It really does. The Walking Dead. I, as you know, I am yep. a huge fan of The Walking Dead. I had carried through. I went through a bit of a lull, got back into it, got really into it, and now am excited for the spinoff. I think it's going to be good. Okay, that because that was going to be my question. You, as a Walking Dead fan, are you still excited for these materials? And I think the other spinoff, and correct me if I'm wrong, because I'm sure you know, it's Rick and Michonne. Yeah, so there's the uh, Dead City, which is Maggie and Negan. You've got yeah. Daryl Dixon, which or I think it's called Dixon, but it's going to follow Daryl. Oh, and then okay. you've got Rick and Michonne, which is going to be, I'm assuming, what has been going on this entire time that Rick and Michonne have been off of the show. I think it's going right. to show what's been going on at, during that time when they were gone. It would be really cool if they do a marketing thing like Scream where they start in California and end up in New York where they do like a big zombie shuffle. That would be cool. I would be into it. That would be cool. Somebody start it, but credit this, please. I think it's <laughs> going to be us. great. I think Jeffrey Dean Morgan, like Robert Downey Jr. with Iron Man, Jeffrey Dean Morgan has become yeah. the character Negan. And yeah. I've really enjoyed watching his um, story arc on the show because it's been written and acted so well. Along with Maggie, um, her storyline has been done so well, and now they're kind of paralleled. I did see a preview the other day of this show, and they had previously just showed Negan and Maggie fighting zombies. But, it's, okay. but it sounds like, or from this new trailer, which I could pull it up, but I'm not going to at this point, um, <laughs> It looks like Maggie has to go to Negan because her son Herschel gets stolen, like kidnapped. So I think she goes to Negan to get help to go. And that's why they end up in New York is they're going to get Herschel. And I'm assuming this is going to be a limited series. I don't know how they yeah, carry this I thing on for multiple seasons, which they, maybe they will. I don't know. But I look for it to probably be a limited series. I can see that. And that would probably be more beneficial. <laughs> That way you don't over stretch it. I don't know, but well, make it a decent thing. The character know. of Negan has been so polarizing for the show that I think it's a good thing he's getting his own show versus just because honestly, in the last few seasons, he's like sprinkled in and they kind oh, of make him like okay. the anti-hero because he's, he's in with the group, but he's always on like the outside of the group. Like they don't fully ever let him in uh, for, I mean, okay. rightfully so. Right. But yeah. I feel like this will give them the opportunity to really make him the the hero of the show, which he is as slowly was becoming anyway, in my opinion. But it'll be interesting to see how him and Maggie play off of each other because they kind of, I don't want to say they made amends at the end of The Walking Dead, but like basically they uh, came to terms with the fact that she's never going to be able to forgive him and that she just doesn't want to be around him. Oh, well, they will be in New York City. <laughs> right, exactly. Cause, and, wow. and spoiler okay. alert, do you ever plan on finishing The Walking Dead or did you even start it? So I I got up, spoiler alert for anybody out there, just by now, I got up until he killed Glenn a few episodes after. What? Maybe Glenn dies? <gasps> Listen, like it's like Endgame by now. I mean, seriously, by now, this I think this is even older. Yeah, this is even older. So I don't know. Sorry. Um, I think maybe I finished that season. But that was it. Like I 
didn't watch it anymore after that. Um, mostly because I just kind of lost probably what your lull happened, where your lull happened. Yep. That's what happened yep. to me where I'm like, eh. Um, I actually read how it ended. I don't remember now, but I went and read it because I'm like, I want to know because for a long time, this was one of my favorite shows. I tuned in every Sunday to watch it. Yep. And I'm curious if these spinoffs will revive it back back. I don't know if it's, I mean, it, clearly it's popular enough to make this. Um, but I don't feel like it's like a Game of Thrones where it's like, whoa, it's the fandom is as big, but maybe this will because you're focusing on characters that people like. Right. Versus, as we've discussed, 20 people and then you focus on two people you like per episode and you go back and forth and you're like, why you <laughs> this episode? <laughs> why you? <laughs> the worst is like, are you watching The Last of Us right now? Yes. Okay. The yes. worst is when they introduce these characters and mm -hmm. then they die. So you're like, okay, I just, one, you took me away from my main storyline that I actually care about and want to see it progress. You yes. give me these characters I really don't care about, to be honest. And I sat here for 60 minutes and then you just killed them. So it's like, what are we doing here, guys? But you know, The Walking Dead did it and it was to their detriment, but The Last of Us does it and people think it's the most revolutionary thing on television. So it's like, I, did you guys like, fall asleep or what happened here like how did you get to this place but it's like okay whatever but i don't know i think the yeah. shows are probably not going to be at the height of what the walking dead was at its height but i right. think it's they've done a great job of choosing characters that people like so everybody loves daryl mm -hmm. everybody yep. loved rick and michonne and everybody loves um maggie and negan well negan, negan. maggie i think right but yeah um I think it'll be interesting to see how it does. I think the Rick and Michonne thing is going to be interesting because people like those characters, but everybody also wants to know what happened while they were gone from the show. So I think that has two things going for it. Yeah. The Daryl Dixon one, people just love Daryl. So I think it'll be interesting to see if he can carry a whole show by himself because he True. became the main character. He was always a main character. But he became the guy after uh Rick left, but he still didn't okay. get the screen time that Rick got, right? Like, Rick carried that show for seasons. Yeah, he did. And he did. Jeffrey Dean Morgan just had, and Maggie, too, has the ability to carry that show probably as long as they want to do it. I just don't see where that story goes, if I'm being honest. I think it would be Beyond, cool if yeah. they somehow wove them all back together for like one final season where it's all of them together in a season, but I don't know that they'll do that. That would be a good, at least for fans, that would be something cool to do, to have them all meet in the middle, kind of, again, and then you just end all of it, like the spinoffs and the whole series as a whole like that. That would be kind of cool. That's what I would like to see. The comic books are still going, so it's like, I don't really? even know. Yeah, so I don't even oh, know wow. if they know how this whole thing ends up or how it, how it you know what I mean? So I don't know if maybe... Yeah. My guess is we're going to see here. I go theorizing about the damn walking dead. The we're going to see what happened with Rick and Michonne, because you're going to see this whole other area that Rick was at with helicopters and probably some sort of science stuff going on where they're probably trying to come up with a cure or they're experimenting on the zombies. Yeah. You're going to see Daryl cause he goes out to look for other camps. That's at the end of the walking dead. It's him leaving to go out and look for medicine, look for other camps to try to help them grow uh, okay. society back to some sort of existence with 
everybody, right? So that's why he's traveling around the way that he is. So my guess is you're going to see Rick has a little bit of knowledge. Michonne has it with from the Ricks, from being on the Ricks, you know, her and the Rick, Rick and Michonne show. They'll have this, some sort of piece. I think Daryl's going to go get a piece of something, and then somehow Maggie and Negan are going to play into it. And I could see them all coming back together to kind of reveal how the story ends, whether it's one episode yeah. or a whole season. I don't know. I think it's hard to end a, a zombie situation because mm-hmm. it's either you find a cure, it doesn't, or you just learn how to survive in this way, or you all die. I mean, right. I, I can't think of a fourth alternative, so it's just picking one of those and trying to make it as creative as possible. Right, or kill all the zombies, right? Just get rid of them. If there's some kind of reverse infection right <laughs> that only infects the infected right because i mean you see that well you didn't watch it so you don't know the zombies start to evolve at the end of the i've show, heard which i think is what they're playing into why there's probably a cure mm-hmm. maybe the zombies are evolving and you're gonna get some sort of uh what's that movie with the zombies where he ends up coming back and being fine he wears a red sweater the whole time he wears a red sweater. <laughs> it's a very terrible <laughs> description. Uh, Two Chicks and Horror Flick just did an episode on it. Thinking. <laughs> it's it's escaping. Oh, um, I didn't watch it though. Warm bodies. Warm bodies. Maybe it'll become maybe it'll become sort of some sort of warm bodies thing. But I doubt it. But yeah, no. Again, bringing it around full circle, I'm excited for the spinoffs. The one I'm most excited for is probably the Maggie and Negan one, which is, I think, the one they're pushing out first. So, It seems like it, yeah, which makes sense. It makes sense. It'll be interesting to see if that flops, if they even continue with the other ones. But Are the other ones in production? That's what I couldn't really find. I think so. I th- that would suck. I think they are. Um Andrew Lincoln only left the show because he didn't want to commute from England to Atlanta Georgia. where they, um, yeah, where they filmed. He got tired of doing it because his kids are getting older. So he, that's why he left the show. I think they're going to be filming if I had to guess, they're probably going to be filming when it's more convenient for him. Got it. If I had to guess, but that's, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Sticking to it. Yeah. Well, dude. I'm excited to see where it goes and what it does. Um, I know this is on AMC, so I don't have that streaming service. So I'll wait for your reviews on dude. this. Do you have Shutter? I do have Shutter. Why don't you cancel Shutter and get AMC Plus, and then you'll get AMC Shutter National Geographic, I think, and some other crappy thing. Oh my god! Yeah, these but you, combos. It's like four dollars. It's like four dollars more a month, and you'll get AMC Plus, and they have a oh. ton of shit on there. So there you go. Oh, good to know. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Because I bet you're paying five dollars for Shutter, right? Yeah, I, I think, think so. AMC Plus is nine ninety nine. I think that's what I pay for is nine ninety nine. So there you go. Oh, that's fine. If I if I can get more for my money, and absolutely. you get the Walking Dead universe, so you get all of the shows that are just on AMC True. Plus. So there you go. There was my good deed for the day. Thank you. Thank You're you. You're very welcome. Applause. Applause. Thanks for hanging out with me. I hope this was fun. I had a blast. I don't. I feel like on the podcast and my videos I do, I don't really get to talk about current events that much. Well, I had a blast. I never really talk about current events either, and I'm down to do this again. It's good to know what's going on out there. I agree. 
and what's All coming movies, really. what's coming down the pike, right? Yeah. So. And one last thing, just to end it, they are starting production on season two of The Last of Us, so we don't have to wait two years for a season two, potentially. Wow, that's good. Unlike the freaking House of the Dragon, right? Like how aren't they two years out? Uh, yeah. Terrible. <sighs> these people. <sighs> these people. I know. So ended it on a high note thank you i appreciate that in that case we are out of here bye 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 bye